How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Now we have to deliver. Enough all talk, no action. We have to deliver. This is our chance to achieve great and lasting change for our beloved nation. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! Uh, to all the kids out there, I just want to say don't drink. You know, when alcohol is in your system, you do dumb stuff. Lawmakers in Tennessee have proposed a law aimed at preventing pedophiles from operating ice cream trucks. Not fair, said kids who will now have to pay for their ice cream. Hey, remember when Bean called that guy his personal lord and savior and then he turned out to be a pedophile? <laughs> that was pretty funny. I think maybe we should just sit here quietly now, not say anything and... That you just kind of contemplate on the news I just dropped on you and let me kind of just contemplate on my own pains and sorrows right now. Perhaps while I listen to this music. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Anyone for penis? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Twenty, so the roaring twenties will be back. Uh, anybody got any questions? <laughs> Why do some people tune out? You want to go to Hooters and get some soup? And now, oh, I get up at the crack of butt. So I've already done a ton of cool things today. Alrighty. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Friday morning, the 3rd of August. I'm sorry, it's what morning? Friday morning. Thank you for asking, Bean. The 3rd of August. Yay. No, sir. Friday. No, sir. How Because no one celebrates Friday less than you. God damn it, Bean. How many times do I have to tell you? Friday is never going to happen, okay? Friday will never be a thing. Now, Saturday, okay, Saturday, I'm down with Saturday. <laughs> I like what, right. that, what that guy's got going on. <laughs> look, look. It just, it just look. makes, you know what it is? I'll tell you what. You don't need to put uh, uh, whipped cream. <laughs> no, you, Here we go. Go ahead. <laughs> Let him go. You don't need to put whipped cream <laughs> on your um, pecan pie, okay? Pecan pie is great on its own, right. but you put whipped cream on it, it just makes it that much better. It's like... To mix uh, metaphors, it's like the cherry on top. And I'm saying Friday is great. Everybody's excited about Friday. People are happy Friday's here. But now Friday, now it's not 100%. Now it's 110%. Is it? Weird. Yes. It makes me hate Friday. It does me too. Yeah. But it's Friday, you guys. Yeah, we hear you say not. that. Because it puts the yay in Friday. <laughs> I think it's also... The, gets it. I think it's also the person that's delivering it. That might be Because it. we all know that Bean couldn't care less that it's Friday... Mm-hmm. So he's saying it's Friday as if he's going to have a giant party this weekend. Right. He's not. 
He so might put words, some whipped cream on his pecan pie. Maybe. That's a party. Like some people do. Uh, why do I feel like that's going into a file? Well, yeah. you know. Um, so in other words, all right, before we move on. So if um, Katy Perry came out and said, guys, it's Friday, or she put out a new song, Friday, and everybody loves Katy Perry, you'd go, oh, isn't that cute? It's Friday. Because it would be coming from Katy Perry. But you're, you're basically, you're blaming the messenger here. I think the messenger is delivering it poorly. Mm-hmm. Plus, we know the messenger, and we know that this is not true of the messenger. Right. Dude, I, you, I rage mm, on the weekend. Do you rage? I rage. Define rage. Mm. I am unstoppable. <laughs> I can't stop, and I won't stop. <sighs> Sleeping? Napping. <laughs> right? You guys don't know, man. We uh. do know. All right, here's the thing. I think you'll enjoy uh, very much. I was uh, very surprised. An interview on uh, CNN about a service that has become very popular in Japan. I don't think we have the equivalent of this in the United States, but his name is Takanobu Nishimoto. He is 50 years old, and he founded an online Asan rental service. What's Asan? Asan rental service. It is older Japanese men that you can rent by the hour. Um, Older Japanese men. Yes, men in their 50s and 60s. For the purpose of... What do you think the purpose is? What do you think you're renting elderly Japanese men for? 50 and 60 is elderly? Chores around the house? Um, I mean, some people would consider so, I guess. Okay, so they're not doing anything real physical then. If mm-hmm. Okay, I was going to say they, they'll like... Put stuff together like I can't. That's what tables. I'm saying. You can rent Fix stuff. Them. Some people do rent them for things like that that Topless. they just need an extra, an extra <laughs> pair of hands with, or uh, you yeah, know, an extra pair of hands. Right. Lift the right? box. By the way, one of the uh, one of the rules of renting an asan is nothing physical. Okay. What? Nothing physical. Then what's and me- the point? Meaning that no, no touchy. Okay. I think we understand what no, <laughs> nothing physical means. <laughs> Almost everybody who rents them rents them to have somebody anonymous that they can talk to. That's just sad. You rent a stranger for advice. You meet in a public place. You'll never have to see them again. People are have things they want to talk about that are going on in their lives. They're having problems at work or problems at home or having depression or something like that. And they're worried that if they talk to people in their lives that they know, then stories will spread and clients will hear. Sure. And people, mm. are, people are very, very private about their feelings. Thank God you're here. I've killed five people in like the last week. I just don't know <laughs> what to do with myself. Any advice? So you you rent them basically because you may not have an older person in your life that you can talk to, that you can trust, and this is an anonymous way to do that, which I think is somehow uniquely Japanese. I can't mm-hmm. see something like that happening here at all. No, we I mean, have bartenders. Right, exactly. exactly. The, uh, the company um, um, rents out about 45 osans a day. It ends up being about 10,000 encounters a year, apparently, it says here. Wow. Um, they have about 80 what they call uncles in 36 cities all across. Ooh, all across I don't like the word uncle. Yeah. Now it got weird. <laughs> Not happy with that. And um, it's only nine bucks an hour, you guys. Over 10,000 men have applied for the job, but currently they only have about 80 or so. That's terrible pay. Uh, that's what I, if I'm listening to someone just whine and ooh, Right, nine ooh, bucks? Ooh. No. No, sir. Like, why is a therapist 150, yes, right? Yes. If, you're, if you're listing for nine. Nine bucks. 
They did an interview with a man named Ken Sazaki, and you can also list special skills if you have them on on your resume for people. And he happens to be a violinist, and he has been rented out numerous times just to play the violin. Oh, I understand that. I love a violin. Yes. Hmm. He said one of the oddest story, one of the oddest assignments he ever had is he was rented for a birthday party of a teenage girl who was, in his words, crazily fascinated by Korean pop stars. It was her and only two other girls at this party. They wanted him to wear a mask of a Korean pop star. She needs more friends. (laughs) Yes, she does. So he put on a mask of this Korean pop star that he'd never heard of and played the violin, and the girls all jumped up and down and shouted the, the pop star's name as if he were there. That's, that's a um, very strange request. That's, that's, yeah, that's sad is what that is. Sad. Another request came from a woman in her 50s who asked him to accompany her to a dance recital. She didn't have any friends or colleagues to oh. attend. So sometimes this I guess a sad it's just... Story. It really has taken a turn. Sometimes I think it's just you don't have anyone to go with you to a thing, so you want some company, you know, like like you like we have. But it's pe- a st- stranger. Yeah, that's sort of sad. It is a stranger. But I mean, we've heard stories of people who rent escorts, not necessarily for the sex, but because they want to have an attractive woman say to go with them to an right, event. Right, that's their story. Sure, mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. Well, anyway, I just thought it was interesting. A small percentage of people rent them for you know lifting boxes and things like that, but most people use it just to talk, just to have a maybe a father figure or somebody around. Who's so. topless? I don't think there's anything I in there about it. I don't I look think closer. that's the opposite. Read it again. <laughs> well, <laughs> you, may, you may want to start your own Osan service. It might be a little bit different. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's Kevin and Show, shall we? I'm not sure about any of that. Uh, Steve-O. Yeah, dude. All right. <laughs> Love him so much. Uh, the King of Mexico is very dumb. Yeah. More proof today. What's up with the Illuminati? Seriously. Oh. Is it really a thing? How now, does it work? Are we in any kind of danger for that topic? Are we going to be taken out if we get too close to the truth or anything like that? I mean, that? maybe that's question one. Yeah. Okay. And then Is we it safe to know we just stop it immediately? <laughs> right. Let's talk about something else. Uh, John Sin, who won the World Series of Poker, $8.8 million. Unbelievable. That's not bad. Young guy. Yeah. $8.8 million. Wow. And it's Friday morning, so we've got uh, Keep It 100 as well. We'll take a break. We will come back with what's happening next. K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Friday morning, Ali is here with our first look at what's happening. You guys, I cannot stop talking about that Dodgers game, though, right? You didn't even know <laughs> about it. I said, I'm the one that's not even a baseball fan. I said, did the Dodgers beat somebody like 21 to 5? Sure did. And Ali asked the unanswerable question of, what was I doing? Seriously. How are we supposed to know that? What was I doing that I had no idea that this Dodgers game happened and that score was the final. I, I don't know what you were doing. I was very busy, is the answer. But 21 to what? Five. Five. For reals. Yes. Who are they playing? Brewers. Brewers. Oh. Nah. Wow. Right? I mean, 21 to five. Like, lots of home runs. A couple Seven. grand slams. One from Cody Bellinger, yeah. Wow. <laughs> what a game. Right. That's what we were telling you just before we went on. When you said, what was I doing? <laughs> What was I doing? Right? Seriously. That's really impressive, though. Knock, knock. Who's there? Go Dodgers! It's a great point. That is a uh, great point. Mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, Beer Mug's mom was watching. I, I don't know. I didn't talk to her. I don't know if they were losing. I think they were down. They were down at one point? They were down at one point, so oh. she probably turned it off. Absolutely. Probably so. Uh, that's awesome if she did. Yeah. That's right? really great, because then she has to look today at the paper, wherever she gets it online, and go, 21 to 5. That's got to be a misprint. <laughs> Maybe I should have watched. 
Chris, what's it like with us making fun of your mom just to your face? Was I love that it. Fun? That's great. <laughs> but I mean, it does sound just like her. Nailed it. So. Mine was a little cat's mom in yeah. there. A little. That's great. All right. Well, we know what we're going to be doing this weekend, mm-hmm. but maybe you can't make it to Vegas. Maybe you can't make it to Chicago for Lollapalooza. Why not have your own little couchapalooza, right? I'm sorry? Because Lollapalooza is going to live stream a bunch of this weekend's performances on RedBull.tv. Over 50 acts are scheduled to appear across four channels, including one channel devoted to an immersive VR 180 experience. Interesting. Right? Hmm. That might be kind of cool to watch. On mushrooms. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, just be sober, guys. You can experience music. Um, but among the highlights, I mean, this lineup. That's pretty good, yeah. Jack White, Arctic Monkeys, The Weekend, Vampire Weekend, St. Vincent, The National, Churches, Greta Van Fleet, Franz Ferdinand. I mean, pretty strong. Not yeah. bad. And then, of course, your favorite, Tyler, the creator. Sure. You loved interviewing him, right? He was a lot of fun. He was a blast. He wouldn't shut up. Yeah. Just chit-chatty, that kid. Redbull.tv, though, you can watch the live stream of Lollapalooza. Did you hear about Wednesday night? What the hell is happening in Norway? Do you have no movie theaters there? Wednesday night, what happened? <sighs> 2000. Well, particularly agile people wanted to see Mission Impossible. So they pulled off the highly improbable by successfully scaling Norway's famed Pulpit Rock. Apparently, you've seen the movie. It's the cliff that's the site of one of the most death-defying stunts in the movie. Mm -hmm. They scaled that to watch the movie. So they all just hung out off the side of a cliff and they had the movie just projected. What's hanging on the clip the whole hanging clip on, the whole time? Yes. yes. Well, I thought they. I just saw the headline of the story, so I'm sure you have it right. But my guess was that they climbed it and then got on the thought. top of it and watched it from the top. Sure. Sitting on the top. Yeah. Got, you know, they just had to climb it. Yeah. Why would know. they hang off the side? Yeah, that seems hard. It'll be a real for two cliffhanger, hours. right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Go yeah, that, that that would be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, which is exactly why they didn't. They they watched it uh, from the top. From the top would make yeah. would make more sense. Right, yeah. it would make more sense. Um, disturbing though, it was an open air 11 p.m. screening of the action blockbuster, which meant that they then had to make the pilgrimage back down the mountain at and by mountain cliff. Right. 1:30 a.m. Okay. But they you know illuminated by about 200 spotlights. What? When does the movie open? For them so that they don't have to climb a cliff and they can just go to a theater. I mean, seriously. And, of course, Tom Cruise, all about it. It's shocking he wasn't, you know, climbing up there with him. But he did voice his support for those who did from the relative safety of Twitter. He tweeted, 2,000 feet, 2,000 people, four hours of hiking. The most impossible screening of Mission Impossible Fallout. Thank you all for coming. I wish I could have been there. I, I would fully expect to be climbing that cliff and look over, and there's Tom. Like, hey, yeah, but he flies doing? right by you. Right? And you're like, come on, so man, quick. slow down. Guys, I uh, I won't go to the movies if the theater's on the other side of town. Right? right? <laughs> and they're climbing a cliff to see this film. For four hours.
hours. If it doesn't come to the theater near my house, I guess I just won't see it is how I am. And look at these people. And uh, from, you know, all accounts, the movie is the best Mission Impossible that there is. But what if they got up there and they're like, this movie blows. <laughs> I just hiked I'm four just hours. dive down. Got to do four down, right? Wow, that was not worth it. Yeah. But apparently it was. Hey, some birthdays for you. Oh, my God. James Hetfield, singer, guitarist of Metallica. Darkness impersonating me. All that I see. Absolutely all that I cannot live. I cannot stop. I mean, if he needs me to fill in. Sounds better than ever. I'm I'm right there. Really good. Martha Stewart, Ed Rowland. He's the singer guitarist for Collective Soul. Evangeline Lilly, Tony Bennett, Martin Sheen, John C. McGinley. He's been in everything. He has, yes. But I think Office Space will forever be my favorite. Or Scrubs. Really great any given Sunday, too. Right. And Are we just so you like everything Mostly Wall Street. You like well. everything like, That's when I first really... I love I love him. Right. I love him. Carly Kloss, she's a supermodel. Hannah Simone, she's an actress on New Girl. And L.A. Rams running back Todd Gurley. Yeah. All right. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Look, 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 look. I can't be the only one who's heard of this. I haven't. I have really? not. Mm-mm. Yesterday on social media, um, Peanuts and Coke was, uh, or maybe it was Peanuts and Coca-Cola was trending yesterday. And we started talking about it off the air, and I found out that none of you have ever put peanuts in your Coca-Cola. No, no. because Coca-Cola is perfectly fine mm-hmm. as Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Coca-Cola is great. Yeah, sure, of course it is. But mm-hmm. you put peanuts in it, and it's an extra treat. Is it an extra treat? It's like putting whipped cream on your pecan nope. pie. Is it really? Wow. Because Coke you is great. Using that a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> and you put peanuts in it, it's even better. Uh, I did a little research uh, last night, and uh, I came across one of those uh, YouTube channels, a very popular lady. Her name is Emmy, and she tries recipes that people ask her about. And somebody had asked her about the peanuts and Coca-Cola, and she also hadn't heard of it. Hello, everyone. Hi, it's Emmy. Mm. Welcome back. Today, I'm going to be trying an interesting combination of Coca-Cola and Peanuts. So I recently shared a little article on my social media about this interesting combination of taking Coca-Cola Here we got it. and Butter adding peanuts. a handful of salted peanuts right, right into the Coca-Cola and just mm. drinking it and eating it simultaneously. Right. So I asked many of you whether or not this is truly a Southern thing or if you grew up doing this. And so I got tons of people responding that said, yes, this is a Southern thing. Others saying, no, I've never heard of it before. All right. Here's my experience that it is a Southern thing because my father was from North Carolina. His father was from Georgia. Mm -hmm. And they each grew up... This, by the way, goes back to the 1920s, putting peanuts in your Coca-Cola. They each grew up and then passed along to me and my family peanuts in your Coke. My whole life, I had it. Hmm. Hmm. And it is... I feel like I'm being set up. No. Because there's Coke in front of me and there's peanuts in front of me. Okay. Yes. Am I just going to start puking immediately? No. no. Is that the no. funny part about it? <laughs> but but uh-huh. aren't there, you are going to try it, though. But aren't there um, aren't there a lot of uh, dessert combinations that are sweet and salty together? And, that, and like salted sure. the caramel is a, is a perfect example, right? Salted mm-hmm. caramel is exactly what we're talking about here. It's very similar to peanuts and Coke because you've got the salt. That reduces the sweetness a little bit of the Coke, and then the sweetness of the Coke reduces the saltiness of the peanuts, and it just makes a a tremendous taste combination. Hmm. Sure. Sure. Does it make sense? Absolutely. Now, the the thing that is different about it, and the mindset you have to have, Kevin, is it's not a drink at that point. It's more of a snack. It's not a drink. It's a snack. Because because you're eating... 
you're drinking it out of a bottle, but you're also eating it because now it's solid, because now it's peanuts. And are the peanuts going to be at the bottom? Does he have to get all the way through? Like to drink the entire up? Coke? <laughs> How does it work? <laughs> no, the peanuts will float. Float. Okay. okay. The peanuts will float. All right. So you have a, uh, unfortunately, it's not a glass bottle. It's best if it could be a glass bottle. How, what it's difference best... does it make? I have a it plastic is... bottle. It's best if it can be Mexican Coke. He's a traditionalist, what Kevin. Honestly, what difference does that make? Because Look, lots of people believe, rightfully so, by the way, that soda tastes better in a glass bottle. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. So, you need to drink some of that. I see your bottle. You need to drink some of that Coca-Cola mm-hmm. to create a little bit of room in the top of the uh, in the top of the bottle. Mm-hmm. And then you need to take a handful of peanuts and just drop them into the opening of the bottle. Just tell they, me if I'm going to puke because I need to know where you're to, not going to yeah. puke. Should I, they be salted? Unsalted? Yes, they have to be salted. Okay. Are they salted peanuts? Yeah. Okay, they have to, and they can't be like honey nut roasted or anything like that. They have to oh. just be salted peanuts. Right, you don't want to go crazy with the honey yeah. nut roasted. All right, put in put in a few more there. I'm trying. How, how many? Well, don't pour them. Kevin. No, you don't need, need, need to fill hey, the bottle. You all just He's watching. making just his hand a funnel. This isn't good. <laughs> no, that's too much. That's too much. Yes. You don't need that much, Kevin. You can always add more later if you like it. By the way, if anyone it's all uh, peanuts. <laughs> If no anyone coke. wants to uh, weigh in, if you're a peanut and Coke fan, I can't mm-hmm. be the only one it who's raised terrible. in a Southern family. 1-800-520-1067 if you want to weigh in. Okay, so I know that that looks, that's not what you're it used to seeing. It doesn't look great. Is pe- but you, do, you love, do you love Coca-Cola? Yes. Do you love peanuts? Oh, it's bubbling bean. It's bubbling yeah, very nicely. Sure, of course it is. That's a good combination. I do love two, peanuts. Those two things together. Okay, so the peanuts are, are, are in the Coke. Yep. And you and we are filming, and uh-huh. you can go ahead and uh, take a drink and make sure to, you know, open up your mouth so you get some peanuts in there. Oh, and so I did say I see peanuts. how that works. Peanuts. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Here we go. I mean. it's a lot of peanuts in your mouth. I know. Too, too many, maybe. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah? Not lying. That's pretty good. I mean, it's... But why? A, again, it's different. It's not like just drinking a Coke. It's a it's a snack is what right. it is. But why? Oh. Now, do you keep adding more peanuts as you drink more? Good question. I mean, you can. Or you can go, hey, that's all I want, and now I'll just, uh, you know, wash it down with a beverage. Now, you do want you to. want them to soak this for a while? This is a beverage. Before you actually start going to town. Ooh, good question. Uh, no, they don't need to soak. I mean, honestly, once the peanuts are in the peanuts are in the right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. you can just go ahead and drink it. It's okay. fine. Oh, but I keep refilling. It, you guys. He's adding more. He's adding some more peanuts. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't ruin the coke and it doesn't ruin the peanuts. So. Right. It's a it's a t- it's a taste sensation. Isn't I don't it? know that I go sensation, <laughs> but it does taste like you're drinking peanuts uh-huh. and coke. What <laughs> if now? I mean, you like this, obviously. Mm-hmm. What if you had an actual bottle? I mean, imagine the taste. To buy sensation. a bottle of Coke, yes, because it's so much better than the plastic. That's what he says. <laughs> That's what he says. Well, how about huh. that? It, it's been around for eighty years, huh. ladies and gentlemen. It <laughs> just made its way to the K Rock Studio. Huh. I'm huh. glad. I'm glad you enjoyed that. I may do that again. It's oh. a treat. <laughs> a taste it's, sensation. It's a treat. <laughs> the Kevin and Bean Show mornings on K Rock. K Dave, the King of Mexico, our producer. Hey guys, made an unusual choice this week. Uh, that I feel made like made at one in a continuation of unusual choices. Yeah, well, I feel like uh, the neck beard was a weird choice. <laughs> <There's> another one. <laughs> I feel like we. Uh, I feel like we need to explore this a little bit, uh, Dave. What uh, What happened to you the other night? All right. First of all, I think I'm starting to get with Allie and uh, think that you're getting with Allie. No, no, no. I mean, oh, on, on wow, her level, you guys at least wait. Oh, you getting on my level? Yeah, and, and think Doubt about it. going to the gym is a bad idea. 
Yes. Wait, for, why? For, I mean, yes. I, I almost got in a fight at the gym over a stupid right. basketball game, and now I almost got my eye poked out. Right, but that, uh, yeah. Okay, but it's yes. what happened after you almost got your eye poked out that we'd like to talk about. <laughs> we'd like you to focus. Your eye poked out. Well, I was playing basketball again, and uh, you know, a pass came my way, a cross court pass, and this guy went for the ball, but instead of getting the ball, he went right up in my eye, gave me just a big uppercut into my eye. I fall down immediately in pain. Your right eye is completely red. I yeah. I completely yeah, it's still a little bloody. Yeah. Um and uh and your eyelash. Oh, I d- your eyelid yeah. seems to have a hole in it. It has a gash in my in my oh, eyelid. Oh, don't say gash. Yeah. So, I'm missing <laughs> Is it po- moist? <laughs> it's it's a little it's a little wet, dude. Yeah. It's a little drippy right now. What? Uh, the- all right. So, you have a hole in your eyelid. Yeah, the guy and your eye is red. When he poked my eye out, he literally took a piece of my my eyelash uh, or my eyelid and I started bleeding everywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. Man. So then, I, so you did what normal people would do, and that's go out to your car and well, drive to a, a hospital and just right. get checked well, out because it's your I, eyesight. I couldn't because uh, when I got up and I opened my eyes, I couldn't see out of the, my right eye where I, where I got hit. Okay. So you uh, said so well, it one was of your all friends. Blurry. Hey, take me over to the. Well, oh. I don't have friends at the gym right now. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I'm just you know I go get first aid and I I wipe it and then you know as I go get the. The first aid kit from from the gym, uh, the employee looks at me and goes, Ugh. and I was like, oh come on, don't do that, guy. <laughs> I was like, oh, so I'm thinking that my eyes just ripped apart. And I'm really nervous because yeah. I can't see out of it. So I wipe it, you know, and then I flush my eye a little bit, and I still a little like it starts to come back a little bit, but then your uh, eyesight, my eyesight, yes, yeah. um, and then it's still a little blurry. So I, I, I can't drive. So right. I'm like, all right, I'll just wait. So I keep flushing. I keep flushing. I keep wiping. There's um, too much wiping and right? flushing. Exactly. Conversation. We're not yeah. talking about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I just take a shower. And then, you know what? I look into the mirror. Eh, my eyesight's fine. So I just drove home and went. So you didn't get a check out? No, not really, no. How's it feeling? Well, listen, I, I definitely have a black eye right now. Mm-hmm. And it feels like I got punched square in the eye. Yeah. And your eye and, is, is red. Mm-hmm. Yes, my mm-hmm. eye is a little... And you have a hole in shot. your eyelid. Yeah. I do have a hole in my eyelid. So what, yeah. what are the chances you should maybe get that looked at? And he says that... Throbbing like around it, it the is throbbing whole, around like, my eye socket. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, uh, but listen, it's like getting punched in the face. Look, you're gonna get cut. No big deal. It's you don't go to the doctor every time you get punched in the face. Okay, Look but how here, hard he's being right, right uh, now. Here's the thing, though: when you get punched in the face, you can sort of tell wherever you get hit. You can tell how much damage could be done there. Right. When it comes to your eye, yeah. you could yeah. lose your eyesight. Well, I mean. I, that's a I, much yeah. more extreme thing than getting punched. Yeah, post. I mean, yeah. listen, at the extreme case, you can go blind. But, right. But it, yeah, I didn't scratch my I'm cornea. I'm a what's the worst case scenario guy. And if the worst case scenario is blind, <laughs> listen, yeah. I take care of it. Um, if my eyeball's falling out, if if it's in my hand, then I go to the doctor. If a little blood and a little blurriness, I'm good. And now... So you're going to wait until your eyeball is in your hand. Yeah, then, okay. then maybe I'll go. Maybe. So a stranger's maybe. finger went in your yeah. eye after All it was on it. Uh, basketball. God knows who who else it was yeah. on. Right. Imagine the where infection. else it was on Thank those people. You. Listen, the I told you. In your eye I right had now. antiseptic wipes. I put Neosporin on it oh, so we okay. could. Okay, yeah, you didn't so mention that. Do it. You're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. I'm what about fine. your eyeball? What about your eyeball? My eyeball's completely fine now. It isn't. Yeah, it. it wow, well, your entire eye it. is bloody. Well, yeah, because I got poked in the eye. That's, so that's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, it's clear enough. Oh, you should have seen when it was when when it happened. It was all red. Like I had a red eye. Like you know when you take a photo and it's red eye. Right. That's and it cleared up because so it's. Clear up. It's gonna take a couple of days to clear up. How do you fine. know it's not gonna get worse? 
because if maybe was, you should if, go to the doctor. If it was getting worse, it would have it would have been worse by now. And this is it's getting better. So yeah, hey, I uh, <clears throat> I'll jump in for just a second here. Yes, sir. Is the thinking, Dave, that the doctor couldn't do anything that you couldn't do yourself? Exactly. Look, when I go there, he's gonna be like, "Here's Advil and uh, put some ointment on this," and it's a because there are some nah, injuries. I'm good. And maybe maybe we need to make this a phone topic another day where people can call in and talk about the way they've hurt themselves, <laughs> and then people wanted to go to the doctor and they didn't. There right. are some injuries where the doctor really can't do anything for you other than the first aid that Dave applied to himself. For instance. You know, I've broken my ribs a few times. Right. Well, I can do nothing about that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. It's a very, very painful thing. You've hurt yourself badly in some cases. But if you go to the doctor, he'll just say, sorry, I can't help you. You can't wrap it. You can't do anything. <laughs> oh, you know, you just have to you just have to let, let it uh, eventually work itself out. Maybe it's the same deal with Dave's eye. Maybe that's his, his guess on this. I broke my nose and, and just straightened it. <laughs> When I was in college. And it turned out fine. Look at it. It looks good. Fine-ish. <laughs> you are it's still a little crooked. Dudes, what well, is I mean, wrong with you? It's Go just and such get a it hassle. checked out. Have you gone to an emergency room I recently? I have. Recently? And? No. <laughs> you have a family visit, doctor. Like you could have gone a year, Allie. You could have gone to your room. family doctor yesterday, for example. <laughs> you could have used the Heal ah. app. They could have come right to your house, and then I would have been a hundred dollars down just to be like, "Yeah, here's some ointment." Again, you think, I don't need it. You, but you I don't think. need it. If there was, if, if I was blurry today, I would be in the hospital right now. That's not true. At you all. absolutely He'd be like, would not. Vegas, maybe I'll think <laughs> about it. No, no, I would have went to make sure I could go to Vegas. See? Okay, here's the yeah. solution, you no. guys, and I think you guys will back me up on this. We want Dave to go to the doctor, right? Right. Poke him in the other eye. <laughs> I like it. Okay. Now I'll just put my hand up. Give him a matching <laughs> set. There you go. Yeah. That's a great idea. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I feel like you have a lot less control over your dog than you thought. Oh, yeah. Steve-O. <laughs> Steve-O was like, up. Up, <laughs> up, up. First of all, let me uh, introduce the most beloved oh, man in show business, ladies and gentlemen, comedian, TV personality, stunt performer, our friend Steve-O, yeah. back on Kevin oh, Bean. Thank you, guys. You brought Wendy in. Is it true that you found Wendy in the street in Peru? In the streets of Juarez, Peru. No kidding. That's How correct. did you get her back to the United States? Well, I was down there shooting that YouTube Red series, uh... Ultimate Expedition, where we went down. It was like was Mount- that show at Skynet or someplace over in Europe. Um, or no, no, it was YouTube Red. YouTube Red, okay. And uh, it was essentially uh, mountain climbing with the stars. It was me and Chuck Liddell and a uh, few, few other people. Okay. Um, and so I knew we were going to be at this base camp up in the mountains for like three weeks. And I thought, oh, let's bring a dog. You know, if there's dogs all over the streets, right. And uh, that, that's how I found Wendy. And and did Wendy have a uh, collar on when you? Oh God, took, no! When you found her, God, and no. you took it so off. You didn't, you I'm didn't just steal somebody's dog. Right, that's what I'm asking. Right, I didn't steal anybody's dog. <laughs> and uh, and evidently she did not have any owners because we got into a got her into a bathtub and the water was just solid black. Oh, oh man, that was all. That was all they would let us do at the hotel. They they sort of caught us sneaking her up to the room. <laughs> I was like, can we just give her a bath? And then that's it. And they said, okay, give her a bath. But that's it. And so. I, I, they pitched a tent for me, and I slept with Wendy outside the hotel until we went up into the mountains. Is that oh, right? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. And it was so great. We just fell in love with each other. And um, when it came time to come back to the States, I didn't have to do anything. It was the production just took care of it. Oh, nice. It out, and, yeah. and it was apparently quite a, an, a, you know, an ordeal. Quite a hassle, yeah. Quite a hassle. Well, so um, I don't want to get too in the weeds on this, but she probably uh, spoke Spanish, right? So then she had to learn English when she came to live with you, right? I, well, evidently, she doesn't know anything I'm telling her. I mean, okay. <laughs> All right. Clearly, that just happened. So, so Steve-O is uh, at the Irvine Improv, three big shows this weekend, tonight and Saturday night. And I guess uh, Improv.com to buy your tickets, Irvine Improv for the great Steve-O on stage. 21 and up. Why 21 and up this time around? Because you're kind of famous for your all-ages show, Steve-O. Oh, I mean, I didn't know that I am famous for my all-ages show. I didn't but, either. But, but this tour is is different. Um, you know, I started doing the stand-up after the Jackass stuff and... and uh, after I taped my first special, I was building the new act, and it occurred to me one night, wow, like all of these stories I'm telling like happened on camera. Mm-hmm. So what if I made a comedy special where edited into the stand-up was the actual footage of the stories I'm telling? That's a great idea. And that got me really excited. It worked out really well, and I ended up not wanting it at all to be like a memory lane journey. And so I filmed a bunch of new stuff and cut that in as well. So I taped the, the special... Um, back in January, and uh, building the new act, it's just a hundred percent new. Right. You know? So the premise for 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 this new show is, uh, yeah, I'm in a messed up situation. I'm Steve O in my forties. Right. Which is uh, which is accurate. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough spot to be in. Sure. <laughs> and uh, and so now I feel like this can only go really one of two ways. Either I just kind of quit or things have to get so dramatically messed up. Right. And that's what that's what's the case. That's what's going on is that um, I'm going after what I call my bucket list. Okay. And this Your is... bucket list and mine are very different, <laughs> yes. I assume. Right. I assume. Right. And my bucket list is, is largely ideas that I've had, you know, for really like decades in some cases that okay. just could not happen for, for, you know, any number of good reasons. Now, the Whether... video that you just showed me, is are yeah. you going to be showing that tonight at the Irvine uh-huh. Improv? Oh. So maybe you should be 25 and above. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe you should have to sign a release form to enter the theater. We, release. Yeah. <laughs> we actually will have, uh, like, legal, you like, will. sort of on the wall, you know, like, by entering here and because uh, because it's it's pretty heavy. And so this with this whole new tour, it's Steve-O's Bucket List Tour, and um, it's, I'm simultaneously filming the bits... You know, like to the sort of the stunts, whatever the bits may be, mm-hmm. as I develop the the stand-up material around. Gotcha. Them. And you say it's the most dangerous stuff you've ever done. Eh, I mean, in some cases, yeah. Like the the General Anesthesia Olympics is is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Steve-o. explain that to me, please. Uh, this one is. It, it's that idea started a long time ago um, as the tranquilizer dart foot race. Where they would okay. shoot a tranquilizer dart into our butt cheeks, uh-huh. me and one of my buddies, and then we would, and that would start the race where we run for distance. Right, I know that. How far <laughs> did you get? No. How far did you get? I mean, you make planning stages. You make a hundred. Oh, you haven't done yet. So, so yeah, so this is one that hasn't happened yet. Okay. Um, we, uh, and oh man, it's so upsetting too because when looking into the dart, tranquilizer darts, they take like twenty to thirty minutes to take effect, and we just don't have that kind of time. I'm not. Oh, plus, you can't run that long. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly right. that. So, so it's it, so then I thought, okay, well, I mean, I've had a, a plenty of surgeries. I understand how general anesthesia works. Mm-hmm. So, so if I can like uh, have an IV in my in my arm, mm-hmm. and then I get on a bicycle, right, and, and they plunge into the 
IV, an induction amount of general anesthesia, uh-huh. say like maybe 20 milligrams of etomidate. <laughs> I mean, that's right. a solid that's, plan. That's pretty Steve-o. specific, but okay. Uh, that, that's, that's, the, that's the safer bet for the, the guy in recovery. You know, that's a okay. solay, solid plan. Makes, That'll good. They, they I can't see anything going wrong with that. They call right. it what? They call it vomidate. It's not pleasant, like, okay. like propofol. Okay, right. Um, so now, like, that gives me about 10 to 15 seconds to pedal like the wind. Mm-hmm. And, and then lights are out, and I have this great crash. <laughs> and, uh, but you don't know you've crashed, so all good. <laughs> right. And, and I went to Knoxville to see if, if he wanted to do it with me. And he, he said, he said, I think that's all you, Steve. Um, but, uh, <laughs> it is funny when you go to Knoxville and he says no. Well, right. He, I mean, it wasn't that he's like, afraid of it. He just says, he says, oh, what, me taking a lot of drugs? Like, I don't, you know. Right. And uh, and he said, but to to go to that lengths, these these great lengths. He says, why why do you only have one moment where you crash a bicycle? He says, why not juggle hammers with five milligrams? Like you know, like do all this. So it's great. So you refined it into a better bit, right? And 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 another one on the list, which, which I, I'll be careful how how I explain this one is. Um, you know, anytime anybody ever asked me if I've been skydiving that mm-hmm. I can remember, right? I always said, "Hell no!" Everybody does that. Grandmas do that. And then mm-hmm. I went on to say, if I go skydiving, you know, the first time you you have someone strapped on your back, I'm gonna be totally naked, and I'm gonna be Just, fu- okay. fu- furiously pleasing myself in the airplane as I'm totally naked. Uh, okay. And when I pass the point of no return, perhaps after. The first, right? Got it. <laughs> yes, we understand. Right. We're passing right. both points of no return at the right. same time. I understand. Then, then out the plane, I'll jump. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if I would even want to say what I would like. What the title of the? I think probably not. I think right. people get a pretty okay. good idea of so, what's going so on. Do, how does this man's mind work, Kevin? <laughs> well, you can just explain it to you. Right. But how does so, it work? How do those two things come together? Look, Who put skydiving and masturbation in the same I bit? love Steve-O, but I don't want to be his tandem. No, thank you. So when I was taping this comedy special in January, I'm, at the, I'm, I'm behind the bar at the back of the theater because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come running through the crowd. And, and, and I'm about to, it's about to be me. I'm, I'm about to make my grand entrance. Right. And this kid spots me. He says, yo, Steve-O. And I'm thinking, not now, dude. It's not the time. I'm totally ignoring the kid. And uh, it, he says, dude, you got to go skydiving. I'm a professional skydiver. And I'm like, well, okay, this is too important. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just totally just give this kid my attention. I, I'm talking to him on the other side of the bar. I say, well, I do have this idea. And I explain, uh-huh. you know, the whole, the whole thing. And... Uh, so you they're can't... on the fifth time going, ladies and gentlemen, Steve-O. <laughs> right. We promise he's here. Right. The kid, the kid looks at me, he goes, oh, dude. <laughs> that wasn't against the rules, right? No, of course not. Very close. It was very close. <laughs> this sounds so, like the so most... I got, I got his number. <laughs> wow. Well, so if I... somebody says that to me, I'm getting their number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is right. the most... This sounds like the most fun Steve-O stand-up show ever. Oh, it's the most fun. Yeah. Like, there, there's, it's, the, the list is really pretty voluminous. And, Don't bet. That's not all. I mean, when you've done... And, and, and it's, you haven't seen the video. Right. And, uh, 
I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm Here's what I love about Steve-O is that he always comes, when he does April Fool's, he'll mm-hmm. say, hey, do you guys want to know what I'm going to do? And we go, nope. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's best to like, tell us. The, the best other ones that I've, that I've done, and it gets pretty graphic. This is another reason why. It like, gets it, pretty graphic. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> the last one no, We're wasn't. not there yet, Alan. The, the one in the airplane was was It, it was pretty really, graphic. Really graphic. Oh, yeah. yeah. See how it could be more so. Right. Um, All right. So tonight well, the, at 7.30. The vasectomy Olympics already happened. The vasectomy Olympics. Yeah, like, uh, because nut shots are always, uh, you know, they never get old. And so I figured... They well, get old if you're the guy taking them, <laughs> right. I assume. Oh, man, I, I, I turned I turn my garbage into a, just a straight plum. Mm. Just straight, a straight <laughs> plum. Okay. Like, I'm like, going to call it right here, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to call it. Tonight at 7.30 on stage at the Irvine Improv. Two big shows tomorrow night, 7 and 9.30. Obviously, you can't miss this one based on what right. you've so far. Improv.com, 21 and up. Steve-O, do you have any thoughts on the Illuminati? Um, I, I don't. It's a strange question. I know. Okay. Well, we're gonna... then, we're, then we will let you go because we got Illuminati talk coming up next. Okay, year. I didn't good, know. If, good, good. I want to make sure you know. Find out if you were in it or something before do we said. Do you want to stick around? You can. Oh, I'd love to. But, okay. But one last question. I want. Do Do you know how fascinating the process of a vasectomy is? I had no idea until it was happening to me. I don't. Here's what I remember from from mine. Please uh-huh. don't let it be a hot nurse. Please don't let it be a hot nurse. <laughs> hot nurse. And right. then I see smoke. I yelled, I see smoke! That's all I remember. Yeah, it's really exciting. It's not exciting? Well, it's exciting for me and my fiance. (laughs) Okay. All right, Steve, are you going to stick around? You're not going to stick around. All right. I'd love to, yeah. Steve, I was going to stick around. We will talk Illuminati when we get back. Thank you, Steve. Kevin and Bean Show, the world-famous K-Rock. Next hour, by the way, John Sin is going to be joining us in studio. He is the 2018 World Series of Poker main event champion. Steve-O, how much do you think he won winning the World Series of Poker last month? John Cena. Sin. No, John Sin. John Sin. John Sin. Not Cena. What do you think he won playing poker? Very different. Um, Okay, World Championship Mm -hmm. of Poker. It's going to be in the millions. Mm -hmm. Uh, 15 million. That would have been nice. It's about half that, though. $8.8 okay. $8 million he won playing poker in pretty Las Vegas. Good. I just watched a documentary about lottery winners. Oh, did you? Yeah. It's and pretty, how it destroys their lives? It's pretty dark. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Steve-O is here, by the way, Irvine Improv this weekend. But we want to turn our attention to a story that Allie brought to, uh, brought to us a couple of days ago about Dan Reynolds, the very popular lead singer of the band Imagine Dragons. He had a little fun on Twitter the other night that kind of spiraled out of control for some people. Right, Allie? Yeah. He was posting videos. Claiming that he was not only in the Illuminati, but he could get in big trouble because he was about to name names. And it was a series of about three different videos. And then outlets started picking it up like, Dan Reynolds is in the Illuminati. And he's like, this is insane. But it was actually pretty fun to watch, but apparently concerning to actual people. Hmm. Yeah, but here's here's a taste. Okay, guys, the time has come. I'm just going to break it quick, clean. Get it done with. Doesn't matter that I signed a blood of. Doesn't matter anymore. The Illuminati's real. I'm a member. It's how Imagine Dragons got famous. I'm tired of the politics. He's tired of the politics. But now, okay. let's find out who else is in it. This put, puts me at great risk putting this out here and telling you guys this. But I want. I believe in full honesty. And uh, Beyonce is not talking. Chris Martin. Mm. Nobody. Nobody's saying a word. So mm. there it is. There. You know. There. But who else, Dan Reynolds? 
I'm going to give you all the details as quick as I can. Uh, the President, Elon Musk, uh, Vice President, uh, Harry Styles, Treasurer, uh, Beyonce, uh, 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 Taylor Swift is historian, and uh, it's, it's the, 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 that's, that's all I know. I mean, seriously, Taylor Swift is the historian? She's the historian. <laughs> People are her. taking him oh, seriously. Absolutely. Like a reach. So then he said, I can't believe I have to post this video. Hey, guys, this is live coming to you from uh, the Illuminati headquarters here. Um, the headquarters. Yeah. So, <laughs> I can't even handle the news outlets that have picked this <laughs> up. You guys should be ashamed of yourself. Just, I have no, that's my only comment. Yeah, it's, he wasn't talking about real <clears throat> Illuminati. Now look. But real Illuminati exists. I want to ask you, Kevin, because you watch a lot of these shows, um, fictional and non-fictional, mm-hmm. about secret societies. Yep. You, you don't doubt that there are people pulling the strings who are not publicly uh, attached to pulling those strings, right? Do you? I don't. Not only do I not doubt it, I fully believe it. Mm-hmm. Fully I mean, believe I, it. Mm-hmm. I really do think, especially when it comes to politics in this country, there is a lot of dark money behind a lot of candidates that Agreed. they are just puppets for, that they are just doing the bidding of because they are being propped up by somebody with money behind the scenes who's not who you voted for. Now, is it a bunch of um, separate people or is it an actual group called the Illuminati? Well, well, this is what we always hope will turn out to be true, is that whether it turns out to be, you know, Beyonce and, and Jay-Z and Chris Martin and Dan Reynolds and you everybody see Chris else. Martin is being in the Illuminati? I don't. I can't <laughs> picture the Coldplay dude really pulling the strings of the world. But we do. There, There is a certain romanticism with there being a secret society where there are all these, you know, this handful of people who run the world and we don't know who they are and they get together and they make decisions that affect the rest of us. They How do you decide. feel about that, Steve-O? Well, is it like the, what is it, the Masons? The Freemasons. Sure, Freemasons, yeah. yeah. So that's mm-hmm. like an actual thing. Yes. Yeah. That's a real that's secret a society. And yeah. the Illuminati is like the the... Egyptian pyramid on the dollar bill. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's all I know about okay. it. <laughs> Do you believe in it? Um, Do you believe I, there's a group of people who are rich and pulling strings everywhere they want? I certainly believe in lobbyists, you know, swaying politicians. Sure. Like mm-hmm. the NRA and stuff. But uh, I, I don't know that the anything... I don't know that anyone's that good at keeping secrets. I think that's why I struggle with the 9-11 conspiracy theories because the extent to which people would have to be adept at keeping secrets Agreed, which when we, they're not. Which we cannot do. Right. Right. Same that's with man going point. to the moon. Right. Yeah. People in the government cannot keep secrets. Right. I mean, anybody, I think, uh, in this day and age is going to struggle to keep things secret, and especially when so many people have to be in on it and keep it a secret, that I think to be effective, the Illuminati, I just don't care that much or buy it. I bet our, uh, look, we have listeners who are flat earthers, Steve. We've got listeners <laughs> who believe everything. So if you I screwed up one time. Sorry for interrupting there. Yeah, but sure. uh, but I, I weighed in on it on my social media. Oh, and, yeah, don't do that. And, and the Imagine Dragons uh, account actually follows me on Twitter. I was so excited about it. I followed him right back. Hey, <laughs> but, but when, when in 2003 shooting Wild Boys, they got me in a Russian MiG fighter jet. You know, this thing goes faster than the speed of sound. It's it's uh, It was crazy. It was a really expensive thing, too. And I got in it and went up to the edge of the Earth's atmosphere 
And with my video camera, I, I videotaped where it had been noon and the sky was blue and it was mm -hmm. a sunny day. And we went up in this airplane faster than the speed of sound to the point when it was essentially night. Mm -hmm. Like it was dark and, I, and, I, and I'm looking at the earth from the edge of the atmosphere. Don't you tell us it was flat. <laughs> no, no, it okay. wasn't. But, uh, <laughs> but then, um, then I recently po like, po posted this sort of a nostalgic thing and I, I, I made the post say, for all you flat earth dip S's. <laughs> right. um, you know, like here's this footage I personally shot from the edge of the Earth's atmosphere and you can see that the curve. it's round. Mm -hmm. yeah, right. Round. And and I could not believe Oh yeah, they the, come the, after you full on. The, like like in in the I, I just could not believe the the volume of comments from people who are who are believe that it's flat mm -hmm. and, and were really upset with them. And why are they so invested in the Earth being flat? Like, how does that make things better for them? I just don't, I don't get it because especially, like, if anybody's traveled enough, you think, okay, well, you, to, when, when if, if the destination is Australia, you leave that way from mm -hmm. L.A. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly, right. right. Like, it's the shorter distance to Australia is that way, but if you're going to England, then you, you go that way. way. You go right. the other way, right. <laughs> right. All right. So, so wouldn't that do the trick? So just to make sure that we're not getting sidetracked. <laughs> right. Uh, flat earthers, dumb, but don't respond to us. But Illuminati. I, I think. If you believe it. Yeah. We want to hear it. We want to yes, hear it. Look, absolutely. we want what details about the Illuminati do you know that you can share with us? And you don't have to use your name, by the way. We'll protect your identity if that's what's needed. But uh, a lot of people believe, and maybe, maybe there is something to this new world order. Maybe there is something to, you know, we're all puppets and they're telling us what to do and think and believe. I don't know. You tell us what's going on with the Illuminati. We want to take your calls right now. 1-800-520-1067 to talk to Kevin Bean, Ali, and Steve-O when we return right <laughs> after this. Wouldn't it suck if the head of the Illuminati got busted like Harvey Weinstein? <laughs> Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Talking about the Illuminati, the secret society that runs the world. It's not Beyonce who runs the world. But maybe she has a seat at the table. Let's go with Ken up first. Buzz, you hang on. We'll talk to you after we talk to Ken and Corona. Thank you for calling, sir. How are you this morning? What's up, Bean? Ken, what, what's up with you? We're talking about the Illuminati. I'm going to be honest when I tell you that we know very little about it because, well, it's a secret society and we're not in it. What do you know? Um, it, it's pretty much just a group of people uh, that are pretty much the highest of the of the elite. Just the, the ruling class is what it comes down to, and they want one thing, and that's control. They want to control society. So you're saying the richest people are the Illuminati? Not just the richest people, but the, the ones with the most knowledge. Uh, from what I know, or from what I've pretty much uh, looked into, the Illuminati originated as the uh, illuminated ones, the ones with uh, all the knowledge and all the, the power. Okay, and and who are they controlling? Are they controlling all the world governments? Are they controlling industry? Are they controlling the healthcare system? What are they controlling? Uh, they're trying to control the world, uh, little by little. They're going there. I mean, they're taking out countries, going to war, all that good stuff. So you think the, these people who are the rich and powerful can go to war? Oh yeah, most definitely. And they'll, they'll, the best part is they'll they'll persuade the public to support it. Okay, now how do you know all of this? Uh, I went to a meeting once. I'm no, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, no, we saw uh, Wag the dog. They do. They make wars popular. Sure. There's no question. Somebody makes wars popular. I don't know who, but somebody yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, and uh, I, I think the funniest part is um, it, it gets blown out of proportion, and that's what kind of makes it sound like quackery. You know, I mean, that's what makes it sound all crazy. So it's okay. a much less version of what everything is made out to be. 
Yeah, I mean, I you, you can look at it like this. Uh, it, it, the, the term conspiracy theory was thrown out there, I mean, by, by them just to discredit people. Conspiracy in its basic term is people that get together and come together for a certain outcome for their own interest. And anyone that knows anyone, I mean, the richest people are not going to just sit around and, and hope that they stay rich. I mean, they're out there making moves, trying to, trying to uh, control the, what they can. All right. Okay. okay. All right, Ken. That's a good start. We appreciate the call, sir. Thank you. Let's go to Fontana now. Let's say hi to Buzz. By the way, if the media is controlled by the Illuminati, how do they know that we're not saying all this to throw people off the scent of what's really going on? Boom. Right? right? Buzz? Uh, buzz. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Hello? Uh, hi. What you got for us? Oh, okay. Well, this is a... Uh, I don't really believe in Illuminati because it does sound a bunch of crazy stuff, but, like, when I heard about this place called Bohemian Grove, it's like this, like, it's like this secret club, and, like, uh, they meet up in Northern California... And, like, all these people of influential power all meet up there. I think it's, like, a, an April or May. I forgot. I think it's an April. I'm sorry. They meet but where? In, in, in a... It's, it's, like a, it's, like, in the forest up north. In a forest. Like they a, meet in a forest. Okay. Yeah. It's not a forest, but it's, it's, like, it's, like, a country club, but it's called Bohemian Grove. Okay. So like, okay. years and years, like, people of influential power have been meeting up there. Like, you got, like, politicians, like, ex-presidents. The Queen of England came down one time and... <laughs> Well, I think we would know if the Queen of England were in California. Oh, that's what they want you to think, Bean. There, there is a documentary about this place that I've seen. Is there really? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's trippy, dude. Like, I, I never really, like, gave thought to, like, the Illuminati. Now it's crazy talk, but, like, when you find out that people of all this influential power are meeting up north, and they close down the whole town, like, you can't get in or out. Like, literally, like, you can't, like... Like, if we and you try to go there, like, when they're having this meeting, like, they won't let any of us in. Like, it's crazy. Right, like, the queen would have us killed. Yeah, but no, but it, that was years ago. But, like, it happens every year. But, like, and they say that they talked about dropping the nuclear bomb there, like, before they even did it. Like, like the president and a bunch of people were there, and, like... So another hold on, let me let me stop you one second. So just so I understand, so it wasn't just the U.S. government that got together and had that decision about how to end World War II with the atomic bomb. You're saying other people, other powerful people from around the world, were all involved in that decision to influence what our government did. I don't necessarily that one, but like, like, like think about it. They didn't have to drop that bomb. Like, like they didn't have to do that. Like. I feel like they just wanted to test their like their power and flex, you know. Or they wanted but, to end World War Two. I mean, that's another option, right? True, but China or Japan didn't have uh, brown rice, white rice for like two years. They weren't ready for an invasion. They weren't ready for like if we would have. It's a good point. Guys, Japan did not have white rice for like two years. That's a good point. Yeah, they were starving, dude. They weren't ready for an invasion. Like the U.S. would have came in and like rocked the world, man. But, like okay. you know what I mean? Sure. I got to tell you that uh, between Ken and Buzz, I think we've blown this wide open today. We're in? I think so. I think it's clearer than it's ever been. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. Got a couple of things to keep in mind this weekend. First of all, K-Rock Block Party Weekend is happening starting today at 5 o'clock with lots of sets by your favorite artists. Plus, while you're out and about, why not stop by a SoCal location near you for the Hot Topic store? Pick up the brand new K-Rock Gorillas sticker and get all the information on how you can see a free show with the band for you and a bunch of friends. Also win a 2019 Honda Fit and a $500 Hot Topic gift card. All of that at krock.com for details. Right now, it's time for your feedback on the AFRO line, 323-520-AFRO, 24 hours a day. You can call about any topic. Hey, y'all, I just made it into the avocado hand glove. <laughs> Two stitches. Who's with me? 
I love her. Never heard anybody so excited yeah. about cutting White yourself. the best, right? Hey, Omar, I just listened to your camping story, and I just got to say, you're a really great dad, and I'm glad that you did not get eaten by a bear, and neither did your children, because you're a good guy. Hmm. Where is that coming from? Right? Who's not the Omar I know? Who goes through these calls huh. and keeps them or oh, deletes that's, them? Oh, that's right. It's, it's Omar. Omar. Right. Oh, and you're so handsome, too. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when uh, people used to be able to say something and half the world didn't get offended? Yeah, I miss those times, too. I wouldn't be surprised now if uh, the roided raccoon Times wrote an article uh, coming after Omar for saying that that raccoon looked like he was on steroids. Way to go, Omar. Racist. Right? <laughs> I'm extremely offended that that guy called and left that message. I don't think he should be allowed to. He shouldn't. They should take his phone privileges away from him for that opinion. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Okay. All right. Thank you. This one is specifically for Bean because it's kind of a burn. Hey, Bean. Guess where I'm going to right now? Jury duty. <laughs> Suck it. Uh, that does hurt me. Right? That does hurt Such me. Such a sick burn. <laughs> I don't know. People love to burn other people. I get so many emails from people. Hey, who, I just, sorry. I get so many emails. Like I got an email this morning from a lady who's on a uh, tour of Hawaii, and she's taking pictures of all the post offices she's encountering and sending them to me just to, just to burn me because she's there and I'm not. I mean, it's fun. And the jury duty, man, that one really does hurt me because I can tell if somebody's guilty just by looking at them. And I love that the burn from that woman isn't that she's in Hawaii. No. It's that she's seeing post office. Correct. Exactly. That's, that's true. Yes. Yeah. I misunderstood a call the other day where a woman... <laughs> oh, no. It was so good. <laughs> where a woman said that she likes to ha- watch her husband have sex with other people. And uh-huh. I asked for the address, uh-huh. thinking that it was the other way around. Right. And I didn't quite understand. Yeah, hey, uh, this message is for Kevin. <clears throat> my um, my wife likes to watch me have sex with other people. So I was just wondering if you were free this weekend. Um, I'm open, and she loves to watch me give it to someone else. So um, yeah, Kevin, give me up. There you go. I mean, well, I've said got, that. You got you got plans now the wrong way. Um, uh, the Bean guy called back. Hey Bean, hey me again. Um, just want to give you an update. Just came. From jury duty, no big deal. Oh, it was so much fun. I loved it. I'm going back tomorrow. So take that, nipple boy. (laughs) (laughs) Nipple boys, the best nickname ever. I don't think I need that. All right, this is uh, Bean thinks that Neko's is a good food. Uh -uh. Uh, First of all, it's a delicious candy that has been popular for over 150 years. Unfortunately, the company was recently sold. They closed down the factory. so all Because of it was Neko- too successful, would you think, Bean? All of us Neko enthusiasts are going out and finding as many as we can to buy them to hold us over since they're not making any new ones. All right. Everyone, just stop what they're doing and listen. Mm-hmm. Neko's are the best. Nope. Bean, I love you. Nope. Kevin, you are dead to me. True. Allie, you're okay. How come Allie's okay? She agreed with me. <laughs> I will tell you that, that I disappointed myself because I found I was able to find 11 um, Neckos mm-hmm. uh, the other day at the... Uh, 11 World packages of Neckos. Packages of Neckos, yeah. right. 
And my plan was to dole those out real, real slow because I don't know when they'll ever be made again. I've already eaten an entire an entire package of one. So now I'm down to 10. You All right. Head on down to Target, buy some chalk, gnaw on that. Exactly. <laughs> same, exact same thing. Same. same thing. This will probably be one of your favorite calls. Hi, I'm going to interview the Kevin and Bean show as babies. Hey, baby Kevin, did you know that Lionel Messi is also my favorite soccer player? Uh, have you seen all the time hymns? And Baby Allie, what's 10 to the 6th power? Uh, 60. Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay, good. And Baby Bean, what's your favorite candy? I, 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 I'm a little weaver so much. Nico. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, that's actual time traveling. How oh, great is that? Um, there was a story that we did. Was it yesterday when we started playing a... Maybe two or three warnings? Yes. And a uh, listener was very upset with us for that. God damn it, Kevin. I just spent, like, my whole drive here listening to you play the stupid parental advisory warnings. I really needed to hear that Bigfoot erotica story. I tune in to hear Bean and his stupid stories and you guys making fun of his stupid stories. Not to hear 15 minutes of parental advisory warnings. Now I can't listen to the story until later because I gotta pick my kids up. Way to go, Kevin! Fix your life. <laughs> we may have uh, we may have overworn. Oh no, it was just right on that story about the Bigfoot. It was just perfect. So I'm listening to a random playlist last night, and a song comes on that I recognize. I just would like to say I'm not. I'm not a big fan of listeners being able to request stuff and say, hit it, Steve. Okay. That's not cool. All right. So I look at the artist and realize that it's Corinne. (laughs) Gosh. You know, I can't remember her name. Kev Dog, can you help me out with that? Coming up next, an unforgettable moment with Corinne Bale Rea. (laughs) An unforgettable moment with Cor. An unforgettable moment with Corinne Bale Rea. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Three two three five two zero A F R O twenty four hours a day. Sticker. Get it at Hot Topic, your destination for pop culture and music merch, with access to a private concert, a Hot Topic shopping spree, and a brand new 2019 Honda Fit. Driven by your helpful SoCal Honda dealers and their random acts of helpfulness. Is this weird for you, Kevin, because you're looking at the man you want to be? I mean, I did play in a smaller tournament of the World Series of Poker, one of those that they have coming up to... You know, the main event? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. The winner Johnson is in the studio with us. Yes, I, see you have the, I see you have the bracelet on, Alex. She's rocking it. And I was a very excited about winning my $5,000. Woo! <laughs> I thought that was the best. Uh-huh. How much did you win? Uh, first place was $8.8 million. $8.8 million. Oh, my gosh. It's a lot of money. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I haven't really done anything too crazy with my money yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, there's like moments where I'm like, wow. How I'm... do they give it to you? Just write a check? Uh, they give you a couple options, but I took a little bit in cash and I 
the rest was wired. That, oh, was, okay. probably, that okay. was probably the first time I realized how much money I actually How had. much yeah, did you take in cash, if you don't mind my asking? Right. Yeah, so I, I took 300000 in cash. <laughs> Oh and it was and it was such a big pile of money, and then I realized how much more money was being wired into my account. Right. That's insane. Yeah. You got like small bills, <laughs> all in all in ones. I got quarters, <laughs> nickels. John, why are you doing a morning radio interview if you've got eight million dollars in the bank? Like you should. You first of all, we should have had to come to you, and second of all, it should have been sometime late afternoon for this interview. Uh, late afternoon. Might have helped, but you know, as a poker player, I don't really have a sleeping schedule or anything. So tell people I mean, how long. Good. Tell people how many hours it takes to win the World Series of Poker. How many? The hours? main event. Let's the- see. There's ten playing days. Each playing day was probably about ten, twelve hours long. Oh my gosh. Um, but then the last day was even longer. Uh, the heads-up match itself was like eleven hours. I think ten and a half hours. One on one. Yes. Eleven and eleven and a half hours. Yes. How do you not just lose your concentration and just or zone out or make something. huge mistakes? Uh, you know, I think I think there was a period where I was definitely fading a little bit, and then my friend threw me a banana, and he he likes to credit <laughs> himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's Literally just like, you got to get your potassium, yeah. and yeah. you know, he he throws me a banana and. From then on, I was like zoned in, and he so likes he to. So he takes credit for it. Yeah, and now know, he's sponsored he, by he bananas. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Did you Cheetah. have to break him off a little cash? What's that? Did he want a little cash for his efforts? Um, you know, actually, I think I think a lot of my friends bet on me. So is that right? Yeah. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it was re- it, that part was actually really cool too, because when we were walking up, like at the at the sports books and stuff like that, they had like odds for players to win. So that was kind of cool to see too. John, what? how long have you been uh, playing poker professionally? Uh, professionally, yeah, I would guess about four or five years now, maybe closer to and five years. And what was the biggest jackpot you ever won before before this year? Two years ago, I got 11th in the same event, which was 650000 That's all? Okay. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> going. yeah, and for me, at the, I mean, for me at the time, I'm, and and still, even with this score, you know, that's that's a large score. You were thrilled with that? Yeah, I was. Because you made $650,000. Yeah, I was like a million. That was like 8.8 to me at the time. You are, I want to come back to the 8.8 in a minute, but you are a young man. You look like you can't even, you're not even 30 yet, right? Um, 33. 33, okay. That's my lucky number. (laughs) Mine too. (laughs) So it it couldn't have been that long ago that you had to have that chat with your parents that we all have when we've decided that we're going to go in a different direction than they would hope for us. Yeah, I don't know. How did that go when you said to mom and dad, you know what, I I think I'm just going to play cards for a living. I don't know if we all have that chat, but... Well, a lot definitely. of us do. Most yeah. of us do, yeah. Um, Especially those of us in radio, we had that chat. <laughs> Is that right? Um, yeah, I actually didn't Were they supportive? Even, no, I, I actually didn't tell my parents for probably like six months is that right after i was doing it just because i knew they were going to be devastated and, and they were and what did they think you were doing at that time well my last job was as a consultant so i traveled a lot so okay. they just assumed i was you know, oh so you just I, kept I, traveling yeah. from tournament to tournament well I, I was living in la and they lived in chicago so they, they okay, that helps. So it tabs on easy me. to lie to them john i didn't lie <laughs> just didn't tell them the truth right there's okay. a difference well, right that's not one, a lie. one of them's okay right? there's a difference <laughs> sure what's the definition of is mr clinton <laughs> Um, how much? I, I know this is a very difficult uh, question to ask, and forgive me because maybe you've been asked it a million times. But can you put a percentage on luck versus skill when it comes to poker? I mean, you are certainly at the mercy of the cards you get for sure, for sure. And especially in something uh, like one tournament, uh, it's so volatile. Um, I mean, some of the best players in the world will never make the final table. 
you know, a lot of players that are better than me will never make the final and play bowl. So, and uh, that's because there's so many places during that tournament where you have to go all in and you're at the mercy of luck. How many times right. did I mean, you really get? How many times did you get so lucky after you thought this is it? I'm done. I'm walking away. Ooh, that's a good question. I was probably all in like five or six times. I would guess like four that I can remember. So, which probably means I was <laughs> more, more than that. <laughs> Um, I mean, the the reality is there's almost 8,000 people that enter. So if, you know, if you, in theory, if you think everyone's about equal in skill, you're about one in 8,000 to win, you know? Yeah, that's a, I mean, when you, when you put it that way, it's a miracle that anyone wins. And the problem yeah, is if someone, you have, but someone has to win it. That's someone what, has that's to win it. Right. And the problem yeah. is if you have aces and you bet them strong or whatever, there are people that don't have any idea how to play and they'll call you sure. with a four, six and they'll end up winning just on a draw. It's just insane. You can play right and still get knocked out. Sure. I mean, you would be shocked at like, you know, how many good players exit early and how many players that, you know, don't have as good of a clue go super deep in the tournament. Did you have anything leading up to it, like you know, superstition, like a baseball player will wear the same socks, that type of thing? Um, if you watch, I definitely wore the same jeans and the same hoodie every time. Really? Yeah, I think part of it was like superstition. Like, That's you gross. know, if you, if you change this hoodie, like things might go bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I think there was some like practicality to it too. Like I, I knew it was you comfortable. I was comfortable in it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't pack. I only planned to be there for three days, not oh, 10. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just, you know, not having to think about like changing your outfit every day and stuff like that, yeah. you know, trying to focus as much as you can on the channel. Our uh, guest is John Sin, by the way. He's the 2018 World Series of Poker main event champion. He won $8.8 million in Las Vegas in, Ju- in July, just last month. Um, by, by the way, what's the uh, tax uh, situation on, uh, on winnings like they that? They take much, all of it. How much do you actually walk away with, John? Um, I'm actually still talking with my tax guy to figure that out, but okay. I didn't have all of myself. I had sold pieces and then I had, uh, oh, uh, so people piece. sponsor you and then they get some. Yeah. In general, people sponsor you. But in my case, uh, I didn't really need to be sponsored and it was more friends who just wanted a sweat, like, you know, who wanted a rooting interest, mm-hmm. uh, as, as Mark would call it. And then, um, as you get deeper in the tournament, sometimes you find players that you want to swap percentages with just to reduce variance. Uh, so, do you wish wow, you had a background so much... in finance? Uh, I, I do have a little background in finance. I studied Didn't finance. Did you in major college. in I it did. in college? I did. It's <laughs> insane. It's insane to me. And you must be great at math as well. I'm okay at math. Really? Do you in still finance. enjoy playing poker, or is it so much a job now that it's hard for you to just get any joy out of it? No, I, I definitely enjoy playing poker, but I think for me, there was definitely stretches where I, you know, thought it was a job and I it was just a grind and I hated it. But uh, for me, you know, as long as you're around good people and, and playing with pe- good people, it, you know, it's really enjoyable. It can be a really good social game. What's the earliest that you exited a tournament in the last two, three years? Because uh, I mean, th- last year in the main event, I exited day one. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Okay, that gives you so, hope, Captain. Wow. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I got uh, I got exited uh, on the third hand. Third hand? So, I don't know if I could beat that record. But <laughs> I don't think you want to beat strong. that record. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to get knocked out in the third hand, I think that's, you know, that's just, you got to get unlucky. Well, I mean, yeah. I had Trip Kings, and he had a flush, so what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? All right, well, see ya. Then you do, do the walk of shame way too soon. Trip Kings is my... 
favorite hand. Yeah, great. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, me too. It was, great. It was how I won the tournament. With. <laughs> oh, oh, you won with that. Oh, Kevin, you're like you're polar opposites. Yeah, he won eight point eight million, and I got kicked out. Yes. Oh, we're exactly the opposite. So you don't ever have to play cards again if you don't want to. You don't ever have to work again if you don't want to. Yeah, but you got a lot of years ahead of you to fill up. So I assume you're going to stick with it, right? Yeah, for sure. I, I enjoy playing the game, um, but I definitely have you know different things I want to look into as far as investments and stuff go. So, uh, when you're heads up with somebody for that long, do you really, really, really get to know them? What did you say? I, 10, 11 hours? One guy? 10, 11 hours, one guy. I mean, in a, in a, in a way you do, and in a way you don't, because uh, we have we we had access to. Uh, the history of our hands like we were just on a 30 minute delay so we had you know people telling us our hands uh, so there was a lot of adjusting going on so there was a you know a lot of dynamics changing during so wait the 10, you said 30 hours. minute delay meaning that a coach can come up and tell you what he had and how he played it uh yeah basically wow interesting there's so much going on at the world series of poker yeah. that i had yeah, no really idea it, it you know in in a way it's kind of weird because it's you know, it's considered like the the pinnacle of poker, but it's in a way it's also like poker you'll never play. You know, like you'll never have like a team behind you telling you what happened 30 minutes ago. That's you true. know, right. and you won't have like you know hundreds of people cheering for you or cheering against you. You know, it's it's kind of crazy. Well. It's an honor to meet you. Congratulations on the big win. Uh, Allie is single, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I know. Oh, She's guy. lovely. You guys are going on a singles trip, right? Exactly. Yeah, you want to yes. <laughs> We're going oh, to yeah. Vegas. I feel like you might I'm be sure a hit. I'm sure you'd be excited. You might yes. be a hit there. I think people would be excited to meet you, John. Uh, so congratulations. Thank you so much for coming in. I hope we get to talk to you again down the road. Of course, for sure. You bet. Fun. Thank you, John. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. Now mm -hmm. he's here with our mm -hmm. final look at what's happening. What's happening is this smashing pumpkin show last night, you guys. So they're doing this big reunion tour, shiny and oh so bright. And last night they pulled into Homedale, New Jersey for a special 30th anniversary concert. Just some of the notable guests, Courtney Love. Deftones frontman Chino Moreno, Peter Hook of Joy Division and New Order. Wow. Yeah, not bad, Impressive. right? So Chino was the first to take the stage. He joined the Pumpkins for rare performances of Bodies and Snail. Snail, they haven't played since 2000. Okay. Wow. Were there a lot of people waiting for Snail? Yo, and Snail! <laughs> yes! I mean, is the reason they haven't played it since 2000 because no Pumpkins fans has wanted to hear it since 2000? I mean... Why do you got to go negative, Bean? Seriously. I'm just asking. We're just trying to have a fun time. Seriously. Maybe there's a reason. Okay. Ruin everything. Uh, I don't... Does he deserve the rest of the story? Bean does yes. not, no, but okay. I think our listeners do. All right. Yeah. Uh, the most left-field moment of the night, Smashing Pumpkins covered Sugar Ray's hit song, Fly, with the band singer Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath was there. All hmm. right. And then he participated in a cover of Judas Priest's Breaking the Law. What is happening at this show? Wow. Right? Sounds fun. I like it. And then Courtney Love came out to lead the Pumpkins by performing a couple of whole songs, Celebrity Skin and Malibu, both co-written by Billy Corgan. So it made right. perfect sense. Hmm. Really, really good. How about that? Yeah. Sounds Did like a blast. Did they film this at all or anything? Do we know? Um, 
McGrath filmed several of the tour's background visuals. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I'm hoping there's more than that. I'm hoping, yeah, he wasn't just like, look at this painting behind them. I don't know what's <laughs> happening. But wouldn't you think that show of all shows? Yeah, I would assume so. They're yeah. definitely recording Don't that. you think all big bands now record all shows? You would think, yeah. Some type of video? Absolutely. I mean, it's cheap now, so you can do it. Right. All right, let me ask you guys this. Although it's super fun when you go to see a band and they do a cover that you didn't expect, do you want to hear anybody do Stairway to Heaven? Because they perform that as well as part of their set. Probably. Would you be excited if whatever band you went to see, Kevin, they did Stairway to Heaven? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Yeah, that song. I don't think so. God bless it, but it's so boring. It's pretty ponderous when it's yeah. not being done by Led Zeppelin. Right. I think. Did Led Zeppelin show up Great in question. New Jersey to perform Because if with not, them? we're out. Yes. Okay. Did they or did they not? They did not. Okay. Then. Okay. We're out. Yeah, bad choice. Bad choice, guys. So Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are teaming up to make a movie about the man who managed to rig the McDonald's Monopoly game. This came out in um, an article in the Daily Beast. They ran the story over the weekend, and apparently the bidding war began. Everyone thought this needs to be a movie. Damon will be starring as con man Jerome Jacobson, and Affleck will direct the writers of this movie. You might know him from a little movie called Deadpool. A little follow-up Deadpool 2. Great movie called Zombieland. Writers Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese. I would see anything they do. Amen. Why did it take this article coming out years after the story Mm -hmm. for people to go, hey, there's a movie here? Where were people, were people just not paying attention? I mean, I wasn't aware of it before this article. I I didn't know anything about it. Did you know about it? Yeah. Of course we knew about it. Really? But I watch the news. I'm not a kid. Being read about it in real time. (laughs) (laughs) The con man had a blog. How did nobody find it? We can't get through the door. What do we do? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely insane. (sighs) Good stuff, you guys. You should mention just just briefly the reason we're all excited about it is because it's a a policeman who was supposed to be guarding the winning pieces for the McDonald's Monopoly game. So if you went and you were trying to land on Boardwalk, you could never find Boardwalk. I tried that so many times Mm -hmm. and I could not get the Boardwalk. Guess why? This a-hole. Because he stole it and mailed it to friends around the country and and had them all cash in and it was... He didn't win $8,000, you guys. He won like $20 million scamming the game. Yeah, he was nicknamed Uncle Jerry and his accomplices were captured in this complex FBI sting operation titled Operation Final Answer. I just, I, everything about this. That could be a good movie. Amazing. Absolutely. Whew, I'm in. And Fox has a whole slew of new shows coming out, and they all seem to be game shows. Like Justin Timberlake producing a new game show with massive cash prizes called Spin the Wheel. You're going to um, have a chance to win more than $20 million per episode, tackling pop culture trivia and then spinning a giant wheel. It's like the wall, but with a wheel. <laughs> and Dax Shepard will host that. Then, if that's not enough at Fox, maybe you tune in for a new show called Mental Samurai, hosted and produced by I Rob need. Lowe. Oh. Here's the thing. Um, contestants are going to be battling the boundaries of their mind to answer questions quickly and accurately. But... They're also going to be in a specially designed capsule that rotates 360 degrees. This is all stupid stupidity. All right. <laughs> Can I interest you in something called The Masked Singer? That is a celebrity that has a mask on 
and then an elaborate costume. You don't know who the celebrity is. They're going to sing a tune. And then there's going to be detectives. That'll be the judges. Ken Jeong, Jenny McCarthy, Nicole Scherzinger, and Robin Thicke. By the way, the host for that show, Nick Cannon. I don't feel like that's needed. What if I told you it's not a who done it, it's a who sung it. I'm even Burn it down. Even more out. Yes, this Burn sounds terrible. Down. All right. Plus, yeah. they might have three or four good celebrities at the beginning, but right. episode 14 yeah. Get the catch me outside girl. Oh, you no. You know what I mean? Like, come on. How about not that? <laughs> I'm real tired. No, um, some perfect. Some birthdays for you. We've got Evangeline Lilly, Martha Stewart, Martin Sheen, John C. McGinley, Carly Kloss, Todd Gurley from the Rams, Hannah Simone, and James Hetfield. <sighs> don't have that. We don't have that, now. Darkness imprisoning me. All that I see. Absolute horror. I cannot live. I cannot die. I mean. Well done. I'll do it live. That's my Bill O'Reilly right there. <laughs> Map it. And that's what's happening. Thank you, Ali. The SoCal Helpful Honda dealers are handing out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with Strikers commercial free-for-all during your drive home today starting at 5 p.m. We'll see some of you in Las Vegas. We'll see the rest of you on Monday. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Seriously, let's call Muggs back for another update. What do you guys think? Pass it over to me. I don't like mosquitoes. But the that Are you joking me right now? Just pass it around. Dude, bro, dude, bro, 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 dude. And the Bogart that joined, my friend. They had a fish named Abraham. Just pass it on just want to say, I'm disgusted with the two of you. You get out of here. Things were said. Mistakes were made. Let's end this madness and get on with our lives. I'm a day, I'm a day. Are they leaving, Dan? No. Can we try another station? No, no, no. It's good. After this one, we can change it. Quitters never give up. Bong, bong. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.